First of all, a tremendous yashakach. Two number of people. First of all, to Adam David Edelman for sponsoring the uh, the spread tonight in memory of his father-in-law. Let me hear. Yitzchak ben Are you sure? You got this. Okay. Yitzchak ben Zalman Yehuda Mirz Hashem Neshama okay. Shavin Ali on the family in the Chama. And to thank right who Avi Edelman did right. And where's Avi? Thank Avi Edelman for our Mashke sponsor for tonight. Also memory of your grandfather. Mirz Hashem Neshama Shavin Ali and the family in the Chama. Where's Tzvi? And Chevra again. We owe such hakaras to Tzvi every single week. Every single week. Baruch Hashem. Um, it's really, really see, Thank you, thank you so very much. And of course, a thank you to Rabbi Eli, to Rabbi Zevi, to Rabbi Davi, to all of the Chavra who helps to bring the Shira. Baruch Hashem, so special in such a way to go into Arab Shabbos, such a way to go into Shabbos Chanukah. So I will say, so I want to do again next week in Mirza Hashem. We're going to get back into Bnei Machshava Tova Mirza Hashem, but I wanted to do something a little bit related to Chanukah. Mirza Hashem, given the fact that again. We're here in the midst of this incredible yomtiv, this beautiful yomtiv, and I feel like Hanukkah, you know, in, 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 so by, in my home, when we light Neros Hanukkah, so Baruch Hashem, you know, after the Hadlaka and the singing, so we just sit and we say Tehillim, and I always encourage my children just to like, spend some time, just look into the Neros. You, you, don't, you don't need a tefillah, you don't need a capital of Tehillim, just sit and stare. And I often find that when you stare into the Neros Hanukkah, you feel something like dramatically holy and magical happening. But if somebody were to ask you, what's occurring? Well, what, what's happening? And it was you're staring into the Neiros Hanukkah. What is happening in that moment? And the truth is, I think a person would be hard-pressed to identify what, what's happening. So one of Hanukkah is one of these yamin tovim. It's one of these experiences where I feel, I feel the neshama expanding. I feel... I feel different. Every single day I feel different. Every single day I feel holier. Every single day I feel like I'm growing. I feel like I'm moving. With each additional nair, I feel like my neshama is a bit more on fire, a bit more excited. But if you ask me to quantify it, if you ask me like to explain, so new, so what, what's happening? I put it into words. It would be virtually impossible to do so. And so I thought that tonight, on this Yom Tov of Hanukkah, Ere Shabbos Hanukkah, would be a good time to speak about a really important topic. And it's the topic of Avas Hashem. What it means to love HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And perhaps how we could use Hanukkah to create an enhanced and amplified sense of love of the Ribbon Hashem. So we'll say, let's begin. So the first, we have two pieces tonight. The first is from a Sefer Bilbavi Mishkan Evna, which is my second most favorite Sefer. And afterwards, we're going to do a piece from the Kedush Aslevi. My first, most favorite Sefer. So tonight, we're two of my favorite Sefer. So, so take a look over here. He says over here, Kasuv, Ksiv, So the Sefer, the Mechaber says over here, that it says, you have to love Hashem with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your means. So he writes over here, Kasuv, the Sefer, Mechta Merio, quotes over from Mechta Merio, so, Tigad al Madregas Avas Hashem is Baruch, Asher Tichba Liknosa, Vimatu Maod Asher Yakimu Asamitzvah Harishon Bekriashma, Vihaftas Hashem Elokecha. So, the Mikhtam Eliyahu says something amazing. He says, The truth is, this mitzvah to love Hashem is so important and so profound. Yet he explains that there are so few people who actually fulfill it. So, what a profound statement. Right, to find Shomer Shabbos, you can find people who are Shomer Shabbos. To find Shomer Kashros, you can find Shomer Kash. People don't wear shatnes. Right, people are in Daf Yomi, Baruch Hashem. You can find all that. Doesn't it, yo? To find people who truly fulfill the mitzvah of Hashem to love Hashem, it's very hard, very difficult. And he says, There are very few people who perform this mitzvah. I will say, we're going to see the reason why there are very few people from the mitzvah is not because that we don't want to, but it's often because we don't know how to. See, I will say, remember, what's the challenge with the mitzvah of Yahavta Hashem? What's the challenge with the mitzvah? The Torah Kedoshah commands us to love Hashem. What's the, what's the challenge of the mitzvah? 
First of all, what does it mean? Even before we get into that, simpler. How do you command, how do you legislate emotion? You could legislate behavior, right? You could tell me, keep Shabbos. You could tell me, don't wear shatnas. You could tell me, eat matzah on Pesach. That's legislating behaviors. How can you legislate emotion? Right? You can't force someone to... You could go ahead. How can, how can you legislate emotion? How can you go ahead and force someone to go ahead and love you? That's what I will say. If you notice, what does Rashi HaKadosh say on the Pasuk? Right? What does he say? He says something amazing. Rashi says, Rashi says over here, what does it mean to love Hashem? It means to fulfill the mitzvahs out of a sense of love. See, according to Rashi, the Hafta Sashem is not emotional legislation. Instead, again, it's behavioral legislation. Right? Ultimately, again, what is it? HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling us. Ultimately, again, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling us how to perform the mitzvahs. That go ahead and perform the mitzvahs in a way that makes it look like you love Hashem. So we'll see, I'll, I'll illustrate this to you with an interesting idea. Right? If, if you notice, if you notice, right? Think about this in just a moment. Think about the household chore you like the least. What's the household chore you like the least? It's so hard to choose, right? It's so hard, so many choices. Blanket in the duvet cover. Right? Blanketing, oh, excuse Blanket me. Blanket in the duvet cover. Oh, Mr. Duvet cover, excuse us, I'm sorry, all right. right. Maybe that's your first mistake, you know what I mean? Okay, I'm sorry, we have some very highfalutin people over here with duvet covers, right? Okay, so so let's, let's be a little bit more poshant. Be a little more poshant. Taking out the garbage. Taking out the garbage, right? Taking out the garbage is a, is a perfect example. No one likes it. No one likes it, right? No one likes it, but it's a necessity. It's a necessity. And especially at night like this, imagine you have to take out the garbage. Imagine the following. Person has to take out the garbage. And for argument's sake, let's say that's your, that's your job. One of your jobs now is to take out the garbage. So you have two ways that ultimately you can fulfill that mitzvah. A person could go ahead and do it all upset and all angry and muttering and this, that. Right? You say, who cares? I'm, I'm getting it done. Just leave me alone. Or a person could choose to go ahead and put a smile on their face and say, even though I do not, there's no part of me that enjoys taking out the garbage, but Lamaisa, I'm going to do it as if I enjoy it. Rashi says, means, Rashi says over here that what it means is, pretend when you serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu, do the mitzvahs as if you love doing it. Was Rashi telling you to fake it? The answer is yes. What Rashi is saying is, after enough time of pretending you like something, ultimately what something amazing, not with everything, but with some things, what ends up happening? You actually end up liking it. According to Rashi, see Rashi is bothered by Asim Kasha. Because Rashi says, how can you legislate emotion? So Rashi says, you're right, it's not legislating emotion. It's legislating behaviors. Legislating, Kosh Baruch is telling us how to behave. When you perform the mitzvahs, do the mitzvahs with a sense of love. Make it look like you love HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Sefer Mechtim Eliyahu says, Mechtim Eliyahu says, he's not disagreeing with Rashi, but he's saying, but that's not Pshut HaShal Mikra. Pshut HaShal Mikra is that you have to love Hashem. So Mechtim Eliyahu says, you know what? It's incredible. You find so many Jews who are Shomri Torah mitzvahs, but you're going to be hard-pressed to find people, ultimately, again, who truly love HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So he goes on, he says, Ki, ki Yadua. He says, it's very profound. Ki Yadua. So again, the beloved Chaber writes as follows. He says, in reality, we know that there are three pillars of Avodah Hashem. Hayira, Ha'ava, and Dvekos. There's Yira, which means reverence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ava, love of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And Dvekos, a clinging, a connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But Dvekos, Todos Ava. Now the truth is, it's three which are really two. Because Dvekos, by definition, is a natural outgrowth of Ava. When you love HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you come to a sense of Dvekos. These are the three, I will say, three central pillars to a person's spiritual self-actualization. Ava, excuse me, Yira, Ava, Dvekos. But Dvekos by itself, you see what I'll say, we're going to see, you could have Yira without Ava. You could even have Ava without Yira. But you can't have Dvekos without Ava. We'll explain in just a moment. Nimsa, Sha'afim Kvar Zacha Adam Lira Amitis, even if a person was Zocha to achieve a level of Yira. Now the truth is he spoke about he spoke about Yira earlier. So even if a person is Zocha to Yira, 
person is still missing something. So even if I have Yiras Hashem, I'm fundamentally missing Ava and Dveikos. And I will say, interestingly enough, in general, so this, this series of Bilvavi is multiple, multiple volumes. And then the Chaber always begins, whenever he begins a new discussion, he always says as follows. He says, I am presupposing that I'm talking to a group of people who want to grow. Because the Chaber says, if you don't want to grow, do something else. Do something else. This safer is not for you. Right? If, um, so he's presupposing that I'm talking to a group who wants Avas Hashem. I want Avas Hashem. The Kasher Yovinzos, the Yifname, Hadvarim Alibo Karayuchanachan, Tiyulod Bo Teshuka Azaliknosa Mipne Beis Tamin. So we'll say, so now once I understand that there's a mitzvah Yahaftas Hashem Lokecha, Avas Hashem. Once I also realize that two out of the three pillars are anchored in Avas Hashem, love of Hashem ultimately engenders and allows for dveikos. So I realize now how badly I need to achieve a level of avas Hashem. See, he says, then there's a chuka, There is a yearning, a burning desire for avas Hashem for two reasons. Aleph, Because when a person begins to think they realize that the truth is a life, Without Avas Hashem is not a life. Bosa is not, what a, what a profound statement. A life without Avas Hashem is not a life worth living. He says, the Mashal, Keshem Shi Efshar Linsoa, Bemechonit, Im Galgal Echod, Kach I Efshar Lachios, Im Regal Achos, Im Yiras Hashem Bilvat. The same way you can't drive a car with one wheel, you also can't live a spiritually rewarding life with one wheel of Yiras Hashem. Living a life with just Yiras Hashem, living a life devoid of Avas Hashem, and by extension, Dveikos Hashem, is a deficient life. It's a deficient life. He says, he says, in Kach Yashalachos im Regal Echalim Yiras Hashem Bilvar, Kiadai Nechsalo, Es Ikraviyas Adam. Shabbos said, when I live life without Avas Hashem, love of Akadish Parachu, I'm missing two out of the three wheels. I'm missing Avas Hashem and I'm missing Dveikos. So reason number one, why I want so badly to reach a level of Avas Hashem, of love of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is because I recognize my life is deficient without it. If I don't have Avas Hashem, I'm missing two-thirds of the spiritual puzzle. If I don't have Avas Hashem, I'm missing two-thirds of what I need to be a whole person. Beis, Lachar Zboninos Yakar, Ba'arach Avas Hashem Tiyula Bo this is beautiful. The second reason why ultimately a person wants Abbas Hashem is because after I learn about it, after I learn about it, you're not going to be able to live without it. Once I learn about it, it's going to awaken within me this teshuka, this desire to go ahead and acquire it. Tadekos means a sense of clinging, connection. Davuk means to cling to something. <clears throat> of course, I'm sorry. I, you're right. I didn't translate it. I apologize. Suppose I turn the page. Page of days. Incredible piece. Now, suppose I, so again, so now, so now let, let's just solidify. What do we have? We have over here that a human being needs to stand on three pillars. Three pillars. Now, again, different opinions as to what the three pillars are, but for our purposes tonight, the three pillars are Yiras Hashem, Avas Hashem, Dveikos. Or reverence of Hashem, Love of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, a clinging, a connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. itself is an outgrowth of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Excuse me, an outgrowth of Ava. Mechtav Melio, most people don't really fulfill V'yahavta es Hashem Elokecha. Few, he says, are able to truly fulfill this mitzvah. Says Bilbao, says the Mechaber, ultimately again, I'm going to, why do I need Ava Hashem? Number one, because if I don't have it, I'm driving the car with one wheel, which of course is not going to work. And number two, because once I learn about it, I'm just going to create a burning desire inside of me to be able to have it. Page your base. So mahi mahusava. Let's see, here we get to it. So what is ava? Tchilo nevar mai avas Hashem. Ubeezras Hashem behemshich hadvaram nevar drachim beetzos masios keitzaliknos. So we'll say, so the first thing we have to do is define what is avas Hashem. What is, we'll say, right? She'll say, you know, isn't it, don't you sometimes wonder to yourself, 
Like, why didn't I learn this when I was 12? Right? Why is it that now I'm an adult, I'm an adult man. I'm not, I'm almost an adult man, right? I'm, I'm, I'm an adult man, and like, I'm doing all this stuff, and yet, you know what? How come I, how come I don't know what Avas Hashem is? I mean, to love Hashem. What, what, what does it mean to love Hashem? How, how, how does that manifest itself? I say, it's such an incredible Yisrael, but the good news is, Baruch Hashem, we're still all very young. So if we learn it now, the rest of our lives until 120 could be dramatically different. So look what he writes. He says, Avas, listen to this, Ava, Bigimatria Echad. Oh, this is beautiful. Ava, right, the numerical value of Ava is the same numerical value as Echad. Both are 13. Right? Right? Gematria, the numerical value of both of Ava and Echad is 13. So we'll say, what's the connection between Ava and Echad? This is so beautiful. Nivar, Olam Ava, he sowed Olam Ha'achdos. The world of Ava, the world of Ava, the world of love, by definition, is embedded, is embedded in the world of Achtos. So we'll say, how would you translate Achtos? How would you translate that? Oneness. Oneness. We often use, we often use Achtos as unity, but the truth is saying good. It's really better translated for our purposes today as oneness. Echad. Ava, love, and Achtos, oneness, are one and the same. He said, listen to this, this is so beautiful. Teva ha'adam. She'oiv es'banov. A father loves his sons. Right, a father loves his sons. Why does a father love his sons, love his children? Because a father feels like he and his children are one. Right, like Chazal say, A son, a son is literally again like a foot, like a leg, an appendage of the parent. I, I love my children, I love my children because I'm one with them. Right, they're, they're literally... Literally part of me. There's an achtos that's there. He goes on, he says, Margish shen chilek min See, when it comes to children, when it comes to children, you, you, you may have many close friends, right? Or many friends, acquaintances. You may care about them deeply. You don't necessarily feel that your friend is a part of who you are. My children, my children are a part of my essence. They're by definition part of who I am. V'chein adam o'evisishto. A man loves his wife. Why? They will say, where does love in marriage come from? Remember, Ava and Echad are the same gematria. Love comes from a feeling of oneness. A feeling of oneness. When a man feels that he is one with his wife, ultimately again, that creates love. By Adam Arisha, right? When ultimately Hashem creates Chava. So what does Adam say this time? She is a bone from my bones, and part of my flesh. I will say, wow, wow. You know what love is? Do you know how you define love? I will say, right? Our whole lives are thinking you can't define love. Love is an emotion. Love is a feeling. You can't define feelings. Says the Mechaber, yes, you can. Yes, we'll say, by the way, the beauty in Yiddishkeit is that everything has a definition. Some things have a more, I'll call it, um, what's the word, expansive definition. Some things have a more limited definition, but everything has a definition. So what's the definition of love? The definition of love, says the Mechaber, is a feeling of oneness with someone or something else. I love my children, why? Because I feel like I am one with them. I love my wife because I feel that I am one with her. Oneness, right? Love, love is the feeling of achtos. Love is the feeling of oneness. Ad ata, asak nu So we'll say, listen to this. So now, he says, we're using the mashal. Achshav, nasok benimshal. Avas Hashem. So we'll say, what does it mean? So now if we take our definition of Ava, that Ava means oneness. What's the definition of Avas Hashem? What would you say? What's the definition of Avas Hashem? To feel oneness with our Kodesh Baruch Avas Hashem. Inyona hu hargoshas ha'achtos im ha'kodesh Baruch What does it mean? V'yahavtas Hashem alokeach to love ha'kodesh Baruch To love the Rebbe Shalom means to feel like I am one with my Creator. I am one with my God. I am one with my Father. 
He goes on, he says, Knesset Yisrael, this is so beautiful. Knesset Yisrael, Pamim, sorry, Knesset Yisrael, Nikres, Pamim, Kaloso, Shal Hashem, Yisbarach, Zacharti Lach, Chesed, Nurayach, Abbas, Kilulo, Sayach, Upamim, Nikres, Banim, Shamakom, B'ni Bechor, Yisrael. Says the Mechaber, it's not an accident that sometimes Klal Yisrael is called, are called a wife of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's the entirety of Shir Hashirim, and sometimes Klal Yisrael is called the children of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Why those are, now granted, there are other relationships that were, that, were, that were compared to also, but why are those the two primary ones? Right? Why, again, are the primary relationships that, that, that describe our relationship with Hashem of a son to a father and of a husband to a wife? Why? Because those are relationships that have what? That have what? That have oneness. That have achdos. That have achdos. That have to, okay, Sheish ava va'achdos bein chason lekaloso, bein av lebito, Kenyesh ava v'achdos bein ha'kodesh baruchu l'knesses Yisrael. We'll say, how profound. How profound. What is it? So we'll say, isn't it great? You know what the beautiful part about learning, about learning Pnimiyas HaTorah is you don't even have to under, fully understand it to know that your life has just totally changed. So I'll say, so I, I don't even know yet what to do with this. Okay, so love, to love Hashem means to be one with God. Good. What, what, what do I do with that? Right? What, again, obviously, so what, is, what does that mean? So I'll say, even before, okay, we're going we're to figure that out in just a moment. But Lamai said, for the first time in my life, I have like a working definition of what true Avas Hashem, because we'll say, I think many of us, here's what's interesting. Before he came to the shir tonight, if somebody was walking, right? Somebody, 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 you were walking in and somebody stopped you. You were behind Svias, he was carrying. See, what is that? Is that brisket or pastrami? What is that? Brisket. Brisket, right? So imagine for a moment, some of you are behind Svi, you, you, right? You're in the parking lot. Mamish, you fell into a trance because you caught a whiff of what's coming in over there. You have no choice. You have no choice but to follow him in. Your oneness with the brisket, right? And mamish, right? So let's say, so if somebody were to stop you and ask you, how do you fulfill the mitzvah of Yehavtas Hashem Lekecha? What would you say? I should have started with this. What would you say? How do you fulfill the mitzvah of to love Hashem? Brisket. Yeah. No. Right, how, how do you fulfill the mitzvah of to love Hashem? What would you say? Feeling. By the way, is it that everybody is too full and tired now? Is, is that what this is? is it, right? Because we're, we're, we're going to do milchiks then. I'm threatening that right now. We put out cheese and crackers or something. Come on. Come on. Get it together, people. Right? Yeah. So again, if I were to ask you, what's Avasash? So before, before we learn this, what's a, how do you fulfill the mitzvah? There's a mitzvah. You have to show up It's one of the 613 mitzvahs. How do you fulfill it? Feel it. Okay, feel it. Good. What does that mean to feel it? Doing the mitzvahs. Skakar good. In other words, Pashat Pshat. Pashat Pshat is if how do I love Akadish Baruch Hu? Serve him. Serve him. In other words, he asks me to do things. So how do I show my love for him? By doing things. And what's incredible, what's absolutely incredible, I think, about this Mahalak that we have over here now, is that serving someone doesn't necessarily mean love. Remember again for Abanei Machshavatova. Remember, serving someone could also mean what's your relationship to that person? Never. You're an Eved. You're an Eved. There's not necessarily love between an Eved and his master. There's a sense of duty. There's a sense of commitment. So Avas Hashem cannot simply be fulfilled by the performance of mitzvos. Because all the performance of mitzvos mean, again, it can be a mechanism, but not necessarily that can't be the totality. Because performance of mitzvos says, I feel a behavioral obligation to perform your will. Does that mean I love you? Maybe yes, maybe no. It could also just as easily mean that I'm scared not to serve you. I feel duty bound to serve you. I feel as my father served you, I'm going to serve you. But it doesn't have to mean love. See, what the Mechab is coming to teach us is that love is something so much deeper. Love is a feeling of achdos. Love is a feeling of oneness with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's how our relationship with Hashem is described as a spouse. Our relationship with Hashem is described as a child. Because those relationships have achdos. Yes, Tachemir. It is still really serving, but it's not a question of serving out of obligation. It's a serving because you want to. An heaven may serve his master because that's, he has to. But... It's the serving, the, the great to create office. Is You're 100%. Not because of right. You're 100% right. I think what's beautiful, what I, what I was just drawn to in this piece is, already there's something before the behavioral component. You're, you're, you're a million percent right. Mm-hmm. That ultimately, there is a level of Avas Hashem that is focused on service. Because it's a little different than any relationship. You could have the warmest feelings towards someone, but if you don't do for the other, there is no relationship. So there's no shayla that Avas Hashem requires something behavioral. 
I think, and I think what, the way you're describing it, I'm doing it not because I have to, but because I want to, is absolutely beautiful. I think, the, I think what the Mechaber is trying to highlight over here is there may be just an earlier step. There, there may be an emotional, cognitive, spiritual step before the behavioral one. And that's that sense of feeling a oneness with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So, I'm not everyone has ever told me I'm a million percent right. What? 100% right. Do you want me to, rec- you want me to record it for you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, could, I could send your wife a voice note. I'm going to say, Nehemiah was a million percent right tonight. Right? <laughs> so I'm say, so look at the last section. Last section, page your days. So let's expand on this a little bit. Let's expand this. A person ultimately, says the Mechaber, is really made up of two distinct parts. Neshama v'guf. It's made up of a soul and made up of a body. Haguf. Chumri v'nifar b'tiva misharasho. So we'll say, so again, so remember, remember, the body by definition, is separate and distinct from HaKadosh Baruch We spoke about this before, actually, because remember, again, the body is physical, the Yibam Shalom is not physical. So by definition, the body is separate and distinct from Hashem. Ulam, HaNesham HaKadosh, Shechilek Elokamimal. Shabbos is quoting, he's not giving the citation, but this is the Lashon of the Balatanya. This is the opening, this, the opening paragraph in Tanya, is that the Neshama is a Chilek Elokamimal Mamish. The Balatanya writes, that ultimately, again, the neshama is a, is a piece of the ribbon of spark of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Umechev and shechelik min abori is parach ba ba shayach inyan ava. So we'll say this is incredible. The mechaber posits the truth is love of Hakadosh Baruch Hu doesn't come from the body; it comes from the soul. We will say why listen to this idea. If you understand that love, we will say what's love? What's love? What's love? I will say, brother, I just want to tell you, bless you. I will say, brother, is this not also just an incredible insight just into Shalom bias? What does it mean to love your wife? What does it mean to love your wife? Right? What it means to love your wife is a feeling of oneness. Is a feeling of one. There, there, there's not you and me. There, there's a oneness. There's an achtos that's there. Achtos doesn't mean we always agree. Achtos doesn't mean that we're always on the same page with everything. But achtos just means that there's a sense of v'hayu l'basar echad. We're one entity. We're one entity. We're, 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 one, we're one unit. We're one unit. And I will say, it's very interesting, just as an aside, you know, this is a little bit like countercultural because today seems to be like the, the dynamic in marriage is almost like, you know, apart and together. Like, you have your life, I have my life, and then we have our life. And the truth is, it's a disaster. There's, there's no your life, my life, our life. There's our life. Now, our life doesn't mean we're spending every single moment together, right? Our life doesn't mean we're always doing everything together. Our life doesn't mean that there, are things, that, that, there, that there aren't things you have to do and I have to do. But there's only us. There's, on, there's only us. You see, people... You know, so, you know, we live in an age now where people, there's such gaiva and there's such egocentricity and everything is about me, 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 I, I, I. So when you talk to people about becoming one with someone, societally they reject it. And the reason they reject it is because, well, if we become one, then the I suffers, then the I suffers. But in fact, we know it's just the opposite. When we become united, when a couple becomes united, Ultimately, again, the two eyes become an us, and ultimately they both become exponentially greater. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, so now, so let, let's continue. So he says, bottom of page base. So let's expand a little bit. So remember again, the part of me that also, so now we know that love is achtos. So what does the achtos take effect with? So the achtos can't really take effect with the guf because the guf itself is separate and distinct from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So what does the achtos take effect with? The achtos takes effect with the neshama. Good. Look, skip the skip the 
So it turns out a person cannot achieve a level of Avas Hashem with his body. Not with the guf. Why? Because the guf is something that is separate and distinct from HaKadosh Baruch We'll say Avas Hashem can't come from the body. Avas Hashem only comes from the Neshama. So what does this mean? Now, how, how, do we, how do we go? So now, what the Bechab is telling me is like this. That the way in which I establish a sense of Avas Hashem is only through the Neshama. Only through the soul. You can't create Avas Hashem with the body. Because remember, Ava is Achtos. So to go ahead and create a sense of love, you have to have two things that are able to join together as one. Well, my guf can't join with HaKadosh Baruch Hu as one because HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't have a guf. So by definition, if I have a guf, he doesn't have a guf, we can't combine. But my neshama, which is a piece of Hashem, with my neshama, could ultimately again become Echad with the Riban Where do you put the brain? Where do you put the brain? There's no brain here. There's no brain here, right? Wrong share. Wrong share. Wrong share. Wrong share. Wrong share. Right. 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 Correct. It might be across the street. It might be a little bit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so, no, no. I didn't even like that. 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 That's a show. That's a show. I think. That? That's not how I meant it. Oh, my gosh. No. No, no. That's not how I meant it. That's for sure. No, what I meant is this This is not the mind. That, that's the whole point of this. That, that, that's the whole I voted. That's the mind this is the neshama. This is the neshama. This is not an intellectual exercise. This is all about the neshama, sense of feeling. So my neshama is a chilek elokah. My neshama ultimately, again, is a piece of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So by definition, with my neshama is how I'm able to connect. Now, we'll say, so take a look at the last paragraph on page of Gimel. He says, So just I'm skipping one paragraph. He says, Sikumam shal so if we kind of bring this all together, he says, We'll say, so it turns out over here that in order for a person ultimately to come to Avas Hashem, he has to use his neshama and not his guf. I will say, by the way, you know what this means. You know what this means. This goes back to what we said before. Remember again, I will say, before you started this year tonight, you would think, how do you come to Avas Hashem? How do you come to Avas Hashem? Mitzvahs. Oh, imagination. Good. Right? Mitzvahs. Behavioral. So we'll see. See how wrong that is? See how wrong that is? See, mitzvahs are performed with the guf. Are performed with the guf. The guf cannot create ava with HaKadosh Baruch Hu Because the guf is something separate and distinct. The way ava starts is with the neshama. Because the neshama, the soul, ultimately, again, is a part of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ava is achtos. You need two things that could become one. The body can't become one with us. Even if you do mitzvahs, which are beautiful, that's not necessarily going to initially lead you to Avas Hashem. But then Hashem, utilizing the Hashem to come close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's how you create a sense of Ava. So I will say, here's the challenge. Here's the challenge. So now I know, right? What do I know? I know that Ava means achtos. I know that Vihavta Hashem Elokecha could only initially be performed with the Neshama and not the guf. What don't I know? What don't I know? How do, you do, it? How do I do it? Right, so now again, I know that I can't do it. I have to use, how do I do it? So it's interesting. This is where his piece stops. He goes on a little bit more in the next section. But the truth is, I want to show you what I think is an incredible answer from Hanukkah. And it's a piece by Rabbi Yitzchak. So the Rebbe says, I'm going to tell you this outside just because of time. So the Rebbe says, this is the last page in your last, do you have it over here? No? Yeah, last, last page, last page in your package. So we'll say, this is from Kedusha Slevi, Derushim Lechanaka. So we'll say, if you look, you see where the paragraph starts, Univar B'Siyat Dishmaya. So we'll say, this is quite beautiful. He quotes over here, Univar B'Siyat Dishmaya, Mamar Chachamin Uzal, B'Ner Chanaka, Depligi. Chad Amar Mutra Lishtamish Laura, V'chad Amar Asra Lishtamish Laura. We'll say, there's a fundamental machlokas when it comes to Ner Chanaka. What's the fundamental machlokas? Fundamental machlokas is, are you allowed to use the light, right, of the menorah? Are you allowed to go ahead and get benefit from the neros of the menorah? So this is a fundamental machlokas. So the Rebbe says, the Rebbe says, 
What's the nature of the Machlokas? So we're supposed to listen to this. So the Rebbe gives a mashal. And what's his mashal? He says like this. There was once a poor man. And the poor man got a notice in the mail. That, or got a notice, or he got a notice that the king was coming to visit. So what happens? He gets all excited. Right? He, whatever he could do to his house, he gets his house ready. And what's most exciting? What, what, what excites the poor man the most? What excites him the most? What excites him the most is he wants to see the king's wealth. He wants to see the king's wealth. Like, he wants to see the golden carriage pulled by the white horses. He wants to see the monarchial robes, right, with all the fine tailoring and all the precious jewels. He's so excited to see this incredible display of wealth. Then there's another poor person who also goes ahead and gets the notice that the king is coming. But this poor person says the wealth, the wealth is not impressive. It's the king. Everyone knows that the king has wealth. The poor person who has bina, who has, who has wisdom, who has das, the rabbi says, understands the greatness of the king's visit is that the king is coming to spend time with me. Forget about seeing his wealth. I know his wealth. That's not a chiddish. But the fact that the king is coming to spend time with me, that's a dramatic thing. That's the machlokas. The opinion that says, 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 I look, Hashem did a miracle for us. And what did Hashem do when He gave this miracle? What did He do for us? What did He do? He gave us light. He gave us light. So it's so exciting. We were only going to have light for one day. Hashem gave us light for eight days. Let's enjoy the light. But then there's a higher level of understanding. The miracle of Hanukkah is not about the light. It's not about the light. I've said this so many times. The same Ribbono Shal Olam who said that oil should burn at all said that it should burn for eight days instead of one day. Who can I will say, the fact that oil burns for eight days is no less miraculous, there's no more miraculous than oil itself burns for two minutes. That's a miracle also. The fact that we look at that as Teva. So the, the Ani with a little more das says, I'm sorry, the, so the, the, the person who appreciates them, so again, just like the Ani without das gets excited to see all the king's jewelry and all of his riches. So, so to Hanukkah, there are two ways you could look at the miracle. You could say, Givad, the Kashmir who gave us more light. And this is great. Let's use the light. Because after all, the miracle is Hashem gave us more light. Let's enjoy the more light. Let's enjoy the riches. Or the higher level is to be like the Ani with Das. The Ani with Das doesn't care about the king's riches. What he cares about more than anything is that the king is coming to spend time with me. And that's the most dramatic thing. Says of Levi Yitzchak, that's the opinion that says, Aser la'ora. You can't use the light. Because if you, if you use the light, then what does it look like? Right? If you use the light, what does the miracle of Hanukkah look like? What does it look like? That it's a utilitarian miracle that provided us with more light. So, you're using the light, right? You're using the light. But the second opinion says, then what you're doing is you're diminishing the entire intensity of Hanukkah to a lower level. Instead, if you say, you're not allowed to use light, say, what's the essence of the miracle? What's the essence of the miracle? It's not the light. The essence of the miracle instead is that what? that HaKadosh Baruch Hu chose to be with us. That's the miracle of Hanukkah. If you skip, I will say, if you take a look at the end, he says, look at the end, look at the last piece, So we'll say, so the Rebbe says, and how do we paskin, by the way, how do we paskin? We paskin asr lehishtamish laora. You're not allowed to use the light of the menorah. Why? It's very important, right? Even though, like, the picture-perfect Hanukkah scene, right? What's the picture-perfect? Picture perfect. The family's held around the menorah, right? The lights are out. You kindle the menorah. It's so beautiful. It's beautiful. There's only one problem. What's the one problem? It's usher, right? But that's only, only a detail, right? Why is it usher? Because you're not permitted to you get benefits from the light, why do we paskin asr lehishtamish laora? Says the Rebbe. Because if you're allowed to use the light, then you think this miracle is about a God giving us additional light. But that's not the miracle. The miracle of Hanukkah is that the Ribbono Shal Olam chose to rest his presence in our midst. The miracle of Hanukkah is a recognition that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is right alongside of us every single step that we take. And I will say, perhaps they a little bit differently. <clears throat> You know what the miracle of Hanukkah is? The miracle of Hanukkah is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with us. And therefore, how do you observe Hanukkah? How is Hanukkah observed? Hanukkah is fundamentally observed 
by spending time with the Ribbono Shalolam. And I want to say with this, I come full circle. What are you supposed to do after you light Neros Hanukkah? What are you supposed to do? So the truth is, again, you could sing, you could do it. I want to say, you know what the goal with Ner Hanukkah is? To spend a few moments sitting in silence. We're so uncomfortable with silence. We always think we have to fill silence with something, right? And again, even on a religious level, right? Who, who, who amongst, right? We spoke about, we spoke about in the B'nai Mach Shavatova, the concept of meditation, concept of his bodidos. We're so uncomfortable with silence that we always feel like we have to fill it with something. And I want to say, there's a godless in silence. Because when you're silent staring into the Ner Hanukkah, you're spending time with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And why is this important? Because I will say, this is why Hanukkah is a true opportunity for Avas Hashem. Because now if we loop this all together, what's Avas Hashem? Avas Hashem is a oneness with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's only one part of me that become one with Hashem. It's not my goal, it's not my body, it's my neshama. So how does my neshama become one with the Ribbono Shalolam. And I will say, it sounds incredibly simple, but it is. Spend time with God. Spend time with God. And if you spend time with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not learning, I know, I know it sounds crazy, right? Not learning, not davening, not singing, not doing anything, but simply staring into those neiros and saying, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I'm spending time with you. Do you know what happens after you spend time with the Rebbe Shalom? you know what happens? Achdos. There's a oneness. There's an opportunity during Hanukkah to become one with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And what happens when you reach a level of Achdos with Hashem? What's the next step after Achdos? Is Ava. And I will say, what comes after Ava? Dveikos. And this is all the Avoda of Hanukkah. To simply spend time with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, allow my neshama to connect with Him, create a sense of Ava, or create Achtos, create Avo, create Dvekos. That's the Avodah Abosai of these days. We're so often conditioned to thinking that Avas Hashem, connection to Hashem, requires behaviors. Now again, I want to be clear, obviously, you can't spend your life just looking into the Neiros Hanukkah, right? You have to go to Minyan, you have to learn Dafyomi, right? You have to learn Silas Yisharim, you have to learn Mishnah Yomi, right? You have to learn Yerushalmi Yomi, right? There's a lot of Yomi. There's a lot of there's more there's more Yomis than days, though, all right? But there, there, there's a, right. It's obviously you, you can't just like say, oh, I'm good. I'm just sitting with God, spending time with God. That, that's fantastic. No different than you might love your wife very much. You also can't sit on the couch with her all day. You have to get up and go to work, right? In other words, there are things you have to do in life. So the behaviors are exceptionally important. The problem is, we often bypass all of the emotional connectivity and just go right to behaviors. Whereas the Avod of Hanukkah, I will say again, stare into those candles. You can't use the light. If you can't use light, the only thing you could appreciate is the God who gave you that light. Spend time with Him. Become one with Him. Create the Achtos, create the Ava, create the Dvekah. It's only the fifth night of Hanukkah. Still Baruch Hashem, three more nights ahead of us. You could acquire the world to come, this world down the next in one moment. Imagine what we could accomplish in three nights. But I will say most importantly, we should be Zohar, that by the time this Yomtev is over, we should emerge with a feeling of connection, a feeling of Achtos, a feeling of Ava, a feeling of Dekos, we should be Zohar to maximize the time when the candles burn in our home to create a beautiful sense of connection. Amir Hashem, that connection and that Achtos should continue on Long after Hanukkah is over. Amen. 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 No, no, no shit. No, no shit. All right, everybody can help wrap up the table. Push me guarding the bowl. Yeah. 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 Y